Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. Hey, I'm Nally D. And today with us we have our friend... Elissa. Who is... Bad Girl Friday. Bad Girl Friday on Twitter. You should follow her if you like what she says on this podcast. She's our friend and she's our guest host today on our podcast. And she knows a lot about... Cemeteries. Because I run the office at a cemetery, and I love cemeteries, and I hang out in a lot of cemeteries. I say she's at the cemetery, like, every day. She knows a lot about the inner workings of a cemetery. So, Alyssa, for those who don't know, what is a cemetery? A cemetery is a place where you put people after they are dead. That was the first thing on my list of notes. That's correct. <laughs> that is what cemeteries are. Uh, and there are lots of ways you can be at the cemetery. Like, you can be you a can- whole body... You can be a burned up body. You can have a memorial at a cemetery where you are not at, and that is referred to as a cenotaph. Yeah, yeah. Or you could just be visiting. You could. And you could just be there to have a picnic because cemeteries are usually really pretty and well-maintained. And they are very often empty. Not where I work. (laughs) I love going to the cemetery, and at least half of the reason is because it is the one place where I can go and walk around and not have to walk, like, shuffling behind a whole bunch of people who won't fucking move. Yeah. There is, like, never anybody there who is going to harsh my mellow, and so I'm about it. I'm about going to the cemetery. There's actually always a lot of people there. But they're not in your way. (laughs) That's right. They are tucked away out of the way. That depends on the definition of what in your way is. People in my way is people I can see, Uh, even at far distances. So typically there are people in my way at the cemetery. The last time I was at a cemetery, there was a woodchuck or something. It was like a type of squirrel. It was not a beaver because it had a small tail. But it was like a woodchuck or a groundhog or something. And it popped its fucking head out of the ground. And it looked like it was digging in a grave. Were you at the cemetery where I work? No, I was at okay. a cemetery in Canada. You're at the, okay. the the Notre Dame de Niges Cemetery in Montreal. We were walking around and the, the headstones there are really packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've like, seen pictures. They're like sardines. This son of a bitch pops his head up out of the hole. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hey, what's up? And he waddles away and he goes down another hole inside of another grave. Right. That's typical. That was going to be my question is how often do animals basically desecrate the graves? That answer depends on when that body was buried and what country you're in as well. In the U.S., most cemeteries require all full-body burials in a coffin to be interred within a vault, which is either a cast box made of concrete or steel. There are many reasons for this. One is if you have a solid foundation for the dirt to be on top of, Graves are less likely to sink in, causing less accidents around grave sites and less money later for filling in holes. Because you have to buy dirt to fill holes in the cemetery. Okay, so there's like a slab underneath the dirt that you put all the coffins in. Every every coffin is in a concrete or steel box. Oh, And that's been okay. going on since kind of a rough estimate, late 60s. I think the late 60s would be when they began doing that. And it is a requirement because it does help cemeteries pay less money for upkeep. And a lot of cemeteries don't have a lot of money, which is something not a lot of people understand about the cemetery business. But so if your burial's before that, a coffin 
made of wood has probably caved in. The bodies can be very old, barely probably even around anymore aside from bones. A cemetery that I worked at at some point in time had a groundhog who had not only been living in an old coffin, but had brought the bones up to the surface. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, one morning, the maintenance supervisor went out there and... uh, was just chilling out, like, doing something else on the cemetery. And was like, um, that looks like bones. <laughs> and it was bones. That particular cemetery uh, is a wildlife preserve in an arboretum. There are also animal control precautions that are taken all the time. We had paid people to come and use airsoft rifles to kill certain rodents. So people came to the cemetery to kill. That's right. <laughs> But uh, a popular way now that a lot of cemeteries are using to get rid of large rodent or varmint populations like groundhogs are is to throw a CO2 cartridge down into their den and just like they go to sleep and don't wake up. They gas them. They gas them. So is that what they tell you is that it's like fine? It's like painless? I'm sure it's not true. I'm sure they're choking on their blood as they're like dying. I'm sure it's like drowning in pools of like... Well, I don't... Yeah, I don't know if it's blood, but um, <laughs> <It's> I, <laughs> I inhaled a lungful of CO2 once and it was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. That sounds terrible. So what happened was I was working at a job where we had like a chest freezer but the chest freezer was a special like industrial chest freezer and inside was dry ice right which is the solid form of carbon dioxide and when carbon dioxide goes out of its solid form it goes straight from a solid to a gas it sublimates it doesn't melt into liquid co2 and so when you have a cooler like that you've got solid dry ice and then basically above it you have almost pure carbon dioxide that sublimates because the cooler, no matter how cool you keep the atmosphere, it's going to have basically an atmospheric pressure of carbon dioxide. Well, I had an assignment to go get some dry ice to do some kind of experiment, and I go, it's almost empty. So I lean down into the chest freezer, and I breathe in. I immediately and chemically think I'm going to die. It was like the most painful. I could feel like the internal surface of all of my lungs. Like, you know how the inside of a lung is like, you got your big tube and then it comes down and it breaks up. I could feel like all millions of them just screaming, like I'm dying. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Like every single little of those pockets that absorbs the oxygen out of the air was just like, I am starved and I will die immediately. Yeah, and it was immediately zero oxygen. And so it's likely that the marmot or the (laughs) woodchuck, whatever you had in the cemetery died just in absolute absolutely terrifying death probably better to get shot uh, if, if i had to pick i would very small electric chair <laughs> that sounds horrible <laughs> not only would you shit yourself you'd bleed out your goddamn eyes you know the electric chair is real terrible would you really just like never mind we're gonna go that <laughs> we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole of the ways i would prefer to die how so. do you want to get executed um i would like to od on heroin oh that'd be a good way that's what my dad always told me he would do if he was going to kill himself, so. I was, like, thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that's actually the best idea, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like, like a nice, cozy way to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're real warm. You don't give a fuck. No, I'm sorry. Everything's so- fine. I'm sorry. I took this, I took this down a weird road of... <laughs> 
I somehow steered us down a road of death. So let's get back to what we were talking about. Which, which other is- death? Cemeteries. <laughs> Post-death. So did you know, do you know what the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard is? I do. A graveyard is at a church and a cemetery is a cemetery. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Does the place you work at let you get buried if you are just in an, a shroud? No. Because green burials require special permits. You have to be designated a green burial space, and that is a difficult designation. The last decade of the folks who were in the management of the cemetery were not interested in moving forward with the cemetery, which is why so you guys they brought out. me back. Oh, okay, okay. They fired everybody, and they were like, Lissa, come back. Help us fix this. We're going to make it a good cemetery again. And I was like, yeah, I'm on. I'm on it. So are you going to try to do that in the future? Uh, I'm interested in that. We do have room, a lot of room to develop. However, for a green burial to occur, a body may not be embalmed. Yeah. Because, well, not only do embalmed bodies leach arsenic into groundwater, which is why we do not drink the water at the cemetery. We bring have people bring water in that mm, we can yeah. use. So scheduling burials is really tricky because even though I work at one of the largest cemeteries in the state, we do not have the manpower to do more than one burial every two hours, which means that they must be scheduled at least a day or two in advance. But when somebody passes and they're not embalmed, you have to bury them almost immediately. Yeah. And that's actually, we have a few sections in the cemetery that are Jewish families only that are owned by synagogues in town. Mm -hmm. And they do a very similar thing. Like there are certain uh, sects of Judaism that require that you bury a body within 48 hours of them passing. Yeah. So like there are so many rules about burying bodies that have not been involved. And that's kind of something that we're... I don't think a lot of cemeteries are ready to learn how to work around yet because a lot of cemeteries are... Burials are are becoming less popular. Yeah, yeah. So, for the record, I love cemeteries. I want lots of people to buy property where I work because I want the cemetery to save me for a very long time and keeping them open costs a lot of money. Yeah. However, I do not find them to be necessary. If I'm going to be in one, you're just going to have to put my ashes in the ground because I do not want to be rotting underground for a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think my thing is that it, once I die, I don't... Like, the idea of getting embalmed and being... Oh, so and hideous. Being double boxed and then buried doesn't appeal to me. I would either want to not be embalmed and just be, like, buried in the dirt. I could be of use to the planet. Yeah. Or I would want to get cremated but you know when i say i want to get cremated i want to get open air cremated i want everyone like viking cremation is that what we're talking about i want everybody to put my body in the back of a pickup truck and drive me out into the middle of the country and build a pyre out in the woods so the thing is those fires don't really get hot enough to do much (laughs) (laughs) you just be a charred corpse at the end of that (laughs) like you would just do like a like a wood kill how hot does a fire for cremation have to be? And how hot is like a normal... If we went outside and built a bonfire, yeah. how hot would that be? 
These are questions I don't know the answers to because I don't work at a crematory and have also never burned a body. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I know that my kill in the garage gets hotter than a crematory does. <laughs> you well, think? It I does. Think I've, 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 have looked, you? I've looked it up. Crematory ovens are almost exactly the same thing as ceramic So the secret is cut Natalie up into little pieces. <gasps> Cook me in the garage, baby! Put her in a kiln! That's how it goes. Yeah. That's the best way. My- I have two perspectives on what I want done with myself. I never liked the idea of being embalmed. And then it it's almost like you're doing it so people can look at your dead ass, which I don't want. I don't want people looking at me now. You could go full Gigi Allen on it. What did he do? He, oh, he was yeah. not embalmed. They There's pictures of him online. Oh, girl, those pictures are so nasty. Like, I don't get squicked out that easily, and those pictures are just like, God, the, the pictures are like, you can smell them through the pictures. That's right. Gross. So, like, they put him in his coffin in the same clothes that he died in. Like, so he'd shit himself in them, pissed himself in them. He had thrown up on himself already. They propped him up in his coffin, unembalmed, had been rotting for days. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So you could go full Gigi. No, I... No, okay. <laughs> so my death inspiration is, you know... I, Your death spell? I, I want to... You know, I death spell, yeah. <laughs> I want to go as long as I can. But when it's all over, Danny DeVito on Sunny in Philadelphia said, when I'm done, just throw me in the trash. That's what my dad says. It just is <laughs> so inspiring to me. And then my personal family inspiration is... My dad, he was like, I don't, I don't want to be buried. I don't want priests and stuff. Cause he was like a big atheist. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we cremated him and then we threw the ashes out. It was like some sort of memorial thing, but it was behind a hardware store. So you just. Tell me more. I, Why was it I, behind I, the zoning is the most fucked up shit you've ever seen in your life. Cause it's just the zoning. No, it's the no, zoning no. in an unincorporated area east of Cincinnati. And so there's not a ton of laws. There was like a memorial thing and there's a little plaque. It was like nice cause you have to as a person. If you're an alive person and somebody in your family dies, like, you have to do something. Like, it doesn't matter how objective you feel about it. You're like, well, I I have to. Well, and it's important to honor the wishes of the person who has passed. Right. We totally honored his wishes. Uh, you know, put a plaque, and then four years later, I checked to make sure nobody had turned it into a Poke Stop on Pokemon Go, oh, and they shit. didn't. And they Wait. didn't, and it's fine. Okay, so it's fine. But yeah, it was it was behind a hardware store. The zoning in Cincinnati is so fucked. He he always tells me about how when he was in elementary school, he could see the Arby's sign out the window. And I always looked at it, and I was like, oh yeah, the traditional Arby's symbol. And then when I was like twenty eight, I saw a commercial. Where a guy was wearing the Arby symbol above it's a his hat. head. And I was like, that's a fucking hat. <laughs> that is a fucking hat. My grandmother, who was one of the smartest people I've ever met, passed away when I was in my early 20s, late teens. And um, she w- wished to be cremated. And she grew up on a, a family farm in the middle of nowhere in Virginia. And that's where she wanted her ashes scattered. We went down there, and I love my dad, but he is a goddamn train wreck. He was supposed to scatter her ashes, but of course, as soon as he started, like, putting them out of the urn, the wind started blowing and just blew them all over his body. It wasn't, like, in his face. It was, like, all over his clothes. (laughs) It was the worst. And then, I maybe got kind of stoned before I got there. Maybe. (laughs) And, um, like... 
I remember the, everything being really weird because like that happened. Everything felt like really surreal, and I was hanging out with these family members that I don't know very well who are from Virginia. Therefore, are all like, you know, Confederate flags and stuff on their cars and shit. And I couldn't figure out whether they were being weird or I was being weird. But like a year ago, I was talking to my uncle. My dad's brother, who was there, and he was like, "Oh no, they were all mad that she wanted to be cremated." Oh. So like, people get mad about that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know people even got mad about like people doing people doing with someone's body what they wish to be done. Yeah. Why do you get so mad about that? People, people have religious hangups about it. Like I know that Catholics were not like real into cremation for a really long time. Not real into it at all. That's true. Because I grew up Catholic too. So did you grow Catholic? I didn't actually. Oh. I went to Catholic I went school. To Catholic school. I did too. Well, my uh, my grandparents on my mom's side were super religious. My grandparents on my dad's side were like Irish Catholic, but they were like. They were Irish Catholic, but they were not, like, serious about it. It was just very casual, right? Cause More they, of a cultural thing than a religious thing, then, at that I point? I think so, yeah, definitely. And I know, like, my grandfather was not caught up in any cultural amount of religiosity, because I know he ran the clan off of his farm in the 20s Oops. and stuff. Like, they came knocking on his door, and he's like, you're gonna get the fuck out of here. Oh, he ran them off. He ran I them off. I thought you meant that he, like, ran the clan from his oh, no. I was like, oh, what? That's why I was like, oops. No. That's why I said oops. No, he didn't. No. <laughs> but that's, it's, hey, high five, good job. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right. He, no, he's... He chased them off with a gun, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He chased them off of his farm with good a choice. shotgun. And good choice. I don't know. I wasn't there. It was like... <laughs> It was like the the 1920s or something. They were like just starting to clan up and he was like, nope. My dad was always like an atheist, right? And we would always joke about him being atheist. And I was like, oh, you know, when you get old and you start losing your shit, maybe you'll turn to God. And he was like, God damn it, Drew. (laughs) And he never, he never would. And then like, you know, he had, he had heart disease for a long time. He did really well with it like basically until he died and then he just had a bunch of strokes and died but like when he was stroking out and stuff i was like are do you believe because the closest hospital to his house was a catholic hospital Mm -hmm. and uh they had crosses on the wall and i pointed to the cross and i was like what do you think about that you believe in that now and he was like (laughs) why did you do that because i would just i was trying to I was trying to, like, be funny with him. Like, okay. it, was fu- it was cool. It was all cool. Like, we were still cool. Like, <laughs> he had... I want to make it clear. It was really sad. And I do really miss him and everything. But I try to focus on the positives. Like, he had a huge stroke. And he went to the hospital and all this. And his first word he got back after the stroke was McDouble. Because he loved every single day. He was in his late 70s, and every single day he would go to McDonald's, and he'd always try to get my mom to go to McDonald's. And she'd, be, she'd be like, I fucking hate McDonald's. <laughs> every day he would try to get her to go, and he's like, all right, I'm going to McDee's. He would go, and he would get McDouble. And then, like, <laughs> he just totally stroked out, and they, like, did all this emergency care, and they did a really good job on him. Even though it was a Catholic hospital. And (laughs) (laughs) And then the first word he got back was McDouble. 
because he was just like hmm. he just wouldn't talk and then he's hanging out he's just like mcdouble <laughs> like that's what was it an fuck- aggressive mcdouble that's, yeah that's like what he fucking wanted like that's what he was trying to express for so long. <laughs> well, that's a comfort thing. Yeah. You make double yeah. comfort. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, you you all scattered his ashes behind a hardware store. <laughs> that's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. No, good for him. Like, that sounds awesome. And it's like, where do you want, like, where do you want? He's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> My dad told me to put him in a dumpster. So, <laughs> like... Oh, uh, who knows how old the oldest cemetery is? I think it is BC 1600? 15 one. So close. Damn. So close. That's closer. I was going to say older than that, which was not true. Because yeah. I always figure everything. They did weird stuff before that. Oh, what did people do before cemeteries? Pyramids yeah. burn people. There are so many ways that people used to yeah. deal with the dead yeah. that are not used anymore. Well, the oldest oldest cemetery is in a cave. And is that in... 34 people there. I know that one. Where is it, it is. in France? Tafferalt Cave in Morocco. Is it in Morocco? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen the like really, really old um, grave markers that are in like Romania and stuff like along the coast, the seacoast? Oh, I don't know. Sea spray battered cool shit. The oldest graves I've seen are in what's called the Pioneer Cemetery in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And they date to the late 1700s, but I've never been to Europe. How, how old are those? I have only been to one cemetery in Europe. It was in Ireland, and the <laughs> burials were so old that whenever stones fell down, they used them as pavers <laughs> for the walkway. I think they just kept like letting shit degrade and So they didn't maintain they didn't up. maintain it at all. It was very well it was beautiful. It appeared it had the appearance of being well maintained. However, they were like, Oh, so there were no cemetery records for these old ass graves, so we just used these as paper stones. Also, the VA will give veterans free markers and there are different kinds of markers you can get you can get a bronze marker that is mounted on a piece of granite or you can get a marble marker like what's at arlington Mm -hmm. like what you see and they'll pay for either one but sometimes they send them to the wrong cemeteries because their infrastructure is not that great there was a cemetery that got sued and the owners were imprisoned for misusing, like, government property because those belong to the government once you buy them from the government. They were using veteran granite as pavers. Oh. And as the floor for their barn, for their maintenance people. Isn't that gross? That's Dude, cemeteries are fucking weird, dude. (laughs) So do you know that uh, Neolithic cemeteries are referred to as grave fields? And I guess that's what makes it okay for them to dig them up. So what is the difference between a grave field and a graveyard or a cemetery? A grave field is a source of information on ancient and prehistoric cultures, and numerous archaeological cultures are defined by their burial customs. So that means that we're going to dig them up. It's no longer something where we're like, oh, it's the dead, respect the dead. Like, it's like the timer's up. No more respect for you. So when's it okay for us to dig up your graveyard? 100 years. And we can start digging them up for coots? 100 years from the last burial, I think, is the statute in Ohio. And then you can just dig them up for hoot. 
Hey, what else are you going to do with it? <laughs> so the North Graveyard, where the North Market is now, used to be all a cemetery. And many of those burials are at where I work now. So so they moved the actual bodies to another cemetery. They did, and they put most of them... They're not mass graves, but... <laughs> they're mass graves? <laughs> um, now, mass grave usually has a negative connotation, but in but this case... But these were just bones. They didn't preserve people after they died then as they do now. They were mostly decomposed, and when you're decomposed, you just become a little pile, square inch-wise. Okay, so, so all that's left then is basically the bones, and there's like not even any bone marrow or anything, so it's basically yeah. just mineral Remains, right. right, so at, at that point, you can put, like, as many people in a hole as you want. Think about it. But think about <laughs> it. I mean, imagine this. Hole full of bones. Yes. It's a lot of bones. It's a lot of people. Way more than if you was a hole full of people. That's right. Or a box in a box. Yes. That's, that's a lot of wasted space. Let's talk about hole full of bones. Yes. <laughs> so that's what they the- did, like, back in the old <gasps> times, though. They would bury people, and then they would stick them in the ossuaries. So mm. what's an ossuary? That's one of the answers to the quiz. Should we do the quiz now or not? What do you think? You, you do it when you're inspired. <laughs> okay. You do it when you start singing the song on your own. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the quiz yeah! right now. Thank you. It's time yeah! to do the motherfucking quiz. Yeah! Woo! Woo! You're good at doing the quiz song. See when he does it, he just he 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 hits it like he doesn't mean it, like, and he's like, "You want to do the quiz?" <laughs> the hammer no, quiz. No song. No feeling. All right, nerds. No, no jazz. No jazz to it at all. No, mine is very jazzy. <laughs> yeah, improv jazz. It's new jazz. <laughs> so I've got a quiz for you all. There are eight answers to this quiz, but I will accept additional answers if I did not put down answers that I did not put down. Okay. Okay. I like it. <laughs> the quiz is ways to be put in a cemetery. Oh, yes. You just said one of them. Ossuary. That's one. Wait, give me the thing. Yeah, you need to hold on to that. Yeah, that's important. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. I crossed it off. You can get buried. It is in the dirt, a body. (laughs) You could be meat in the hole. (laughs) Meat in the hole. (laughs) Um, You do one. So we went in a building. The last time Natalie and I were in a cemetery, we went into a building. It was like white stone. It was very pretty. And they had drawers, like dresser drawers. And they would put you in it. Mm-hmm. And they would write your name. And there was a little holder for flowers. Yep. What's that building called, Natalie? Crypt. A crypt? A crypt is for one person. Oh. So but it, so the... Over- mausoleum crypt. Oh, shit. They gave away two answers. So it's- shit. Oh. <laughs> crypt. <laughs> <laughs> so, crypt is one. Yeah. But, my- but the outer... Crypt experience. Oh, the house outside the crypt. Yeah. Okay, okay, so that's a mausoleum. Okay, so... That's three. Do, do, do. So my favorite part about that, Alyssa, was that there was a big placard out front, and they were like, get your spot in the mausoleum now. It's on sale. The idea <laughs> of 
dying at a specific time so you could take advantage of the sale is really uh, grisly to me. But when I asked you about it, you said it's normal. It's very normal. Um, It's called a pre-need sale. If I was a salesperson, which I am not, let's talk about money in the United States. Shall we? (laughs) Oh, it's always good, yeah. So... Right now, you bought something. This is the price you get it at now. In 10 years, do you believe that price will be higher? Well, yeah, of course. So, why not buy your space pre-need? Oh, It's a pre-need sale. Okay, okay. So, you save money later. You save money later, and you get a discount now, according to that sign. And that also gives the cemetery more money to improve before your body even fucking gets there. So it's kind of like kickstarting the cemetery. <laughs> like, like it's, funding for cemeteries, this is going to be the, my most serious thing that I have to say. Working for a nonprofit cemetery, funding is the most important thing for a cemetery because the cemetery cannot pay to have the grass mowed, cannot pay to have dirt delivered to fill in your goddamn hole, cannot pay its staff to keep accurate records. If they have to cut their hours, unless you pay the cemetery to do shit for you. And there are a lot of funeral homes now who like to take over things the cemetery used to do. Funeral homes now will sell you a vault, whereas the cemetery used to always sell you the vault. Okay. Funeral homes have contracts with vault sellers where they're like, hey, I sell this many vaults, we'll give you this much volume. So it's a commission war between salespeople. But on the back end, for people like me, I do like accounting basically for my cemetery. I see where all the money goes. And the amount of money that is going to the cemetery now is really, really depressing. We're losing money on vaults, on caskets, because it's a typically a funeral home thing, but we try to do it. And if you want to be in a cemetery and you want your shit to look good in perpetuity, I recommend buying your monument or marker from the cemetery, not from your funeral home, and getting the vault from your cemetery and not from your funeral home because... That money that goes to the funeral home goes to a temporary funeral home business. The money that goes to the cemetery goes to a cemetery forever to keep you there forever. Right. And especially if you suddenly have to scramble. I mean, even if you expect that somebody is going to die, when it finally happens, like everybody jumps in. Like we got phone calls You get phone calls, you go to the funeral home. It's not cute. Because the hospital has to send a body to a funeral home, period. They won't send it anywhere else. And then suddenly the funeral home wants to bill you and there's a guy like upselling you. There's like a used car salesman there like upselling you. Don't talk to that guy. And he's like, you sure you don't want velvet in this thing? And it's like, no. Why? Why would I? No, I actually, no, I don't. Why would I want that? That body's dead, bitch. Like, (laughs) I don't need velvet. (laughs) Exactly, and I got a very greasy feeling about it because there are a very few number of ways you take advantage of people that are unfair, and that is at birth, at their wedding, and at death. Those are the three times that people are emotionally charged and they'll just spend money and you know where i learned that is from mr wonderful on shark tank <laughs> because he's fucking evil i don't and know those who that are, is though he's super evil and he's on the show shark tank where he takes 
startup businesses and he like milks them for money for himself. Ew. He says when you're born and when you get married and when you die, those are the best businesses to invest in because that's when people, people are vulnerable. Exactly. That's exactly what a fucking what he cunt. Said. Like seriously. What an asshole. Uh, that is the worst type of capitalism. I can't fucking stand that shit. Absolutely. The idea that you're going to tell somebody that their love is inferior because they didn't put velvet inside their box or velvet it on, means nothing. on their chairs at their wedding, right? Mm-hmm. That means nothing to that person who's dead. They're dead. And if anybody tells you otherwise... Or, I mean, show me this, the facts. Show me the, the, the evidence that you have to back this up. I would like a graph. I would like to see the sti- scientific study that... Oh, that, that where proved- are my karma points yeah. <laughs> for this velvet? <laughs> for my this flocking and my fucking casket, you... Fucking butt. <laughs> so we got, how many have we gotten? We got. You have one, two, three, four of eight. Cremation. Because you can cremate somebody and then you can throw that in, you can put it in this. You know what? That's number nine. That's scattering. Didn't put that on there. Right. We talked about that. You like, just got over a hundred percent if you get them all right otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because you were so ginger about it. Now he's like, <laughs> I just got. <laughs> that's, she, that's how I feel about a Nash wh- whipping in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> what else happens to a dead body at a cemetery? The niche. It is pronounced niche. <laughs> and I will cross it off the list because. It's right. It's a niche. Oh, it's all day. And a niche is a really cool glass box or a small box that you can't see through in a mausoleum where you put a box full of your ashes and you get to put your name on it and hopefully maybe your pictures or a class ring or some other dumb shit that means you are alive at some point in time. I had actually not seen this before and we went to a really nice cemetery and admittedly I've not been in a lot of mausoleums. Yeah. But it was like everybody had their own little display case and you could put like a little race car or something. That's called a niche. I really liked that. That was wild. I think that was my favorite thing because it was like your own little personal mantle. Yeah. Isn't it fucking sick? Yes. Like ours are backlit and stuff too. Oh. Like they're beautiful. And we've sold about two of them. Okay. They're expensive. So how... Because it's like a living like museum to yourself. You know? I would put a synthesizer in there so nobody could ever use it. So we gotta get... No, I'm not. No, I'm just can gonna... we just have a permanent arpeggiation of, like, a minor chord? Yeah. Just just setting a synthesizer up to permanently arpeggiate in memoriam? <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. I suggest this to you. So I told Natalie... And You're upselling me. This sucks. Bitch, I'm a sales motherfucker. And I don't sell shit. So, like, I've thought, I've, like, considered, like, being in sales for half a fucking hot second sometimes. It's not for me. I'm not that person. I don't care for sales. I care for accounting for a nonprofit. I've worked at cemeteries where it's obvious that people can't afford what they have agreed to. And it's really depressing that these people are convinced 
that they need to have a full body burial on a chosen space that they want and that they have to have a monument erected in their name and that's what really gets me it's like i don't get why anybody feels like they have to do this thing you really don't you can just die and that's the end of it you don't have to spend three thousand dollars on putting a piece of bronze with your name on it where you where your body's rotting and like, that's like minimum you ain't gotta that's do that. really that's pretty low that's like about the least you could spend in a cemetery to do something that's not so but yeah oh what is the cheapest thing you can do in a cemetery do you think for a monument like to memorialize yourself or to just chuck your body in there just to put you in the hole yeah where i work costs 14.95 $1,495. But you had to pay for the hole. You had to pay for the hole first. The hole was about $5,000. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, because it's real estate, baby. It's real estate, precisely. You get a deed for the land that you buy. I could live on that. So you have the deed, and it's, what, it's like four by eight feet? Is it something like that? Oh, girl, no. It's... <laughs> you funny. It's like three by ten. Yeah, but that's still smaller than me. Not I'm, dead, you're not, I'm bitch. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not three. You're feet. not a yard wide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, um, so you, you have then... to have, you have the casket, then the box. That makes it three. Oh shit. Yeah. That's awful. So it's like layers of armor. Like I said, love cemeteries hate the mentality behind people who get real fucking weird about cemeteries. You know what I would like? Please, I want to for know. someone to do to my body. I want them to take my corpse and put it on like a grating and just let me rot. Like so, you just then- like seep between the little holes. <laughs> yes. So you're just an art installation at that point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, and then I want them to take my skeleton. And turn me into one of those catacomb saints where they sew all the diamonds and stuff on them. Well, the next best thing you can do is donate your body to OSU. Because we, I wouldn't be like a fancy relic then, though. I, that's I. That's my eyes on the prize. I want to no, be like. No, it'll be like, hey, keep a femur. <laughs> I want to be a fancy relic that they prop up on a velvet couch that's like a skeleton that is like dressed up in fancy clothes and covered in gems and stuff. Also, I put the relic and the holy water they gave me in my office at my job. It's good juju. It is. <laughs> I, uh... I'm not sure what that little guy was supposed to be. He kind of looked like a scapular, like a little scapular, but he was plastic. So what happened with her? <laughs> she died in, like, the 1600s. They just, like, they, touched her with it? No, they moved her corpse. They disinterred her, and then they moved her corpse to the to the church. And the, Guess that, what? That was the I'm going to give you after. one point for disinterment. Oh, I like a disinterment. But isn't that, like, the opposite of how you could end up in a cemetery? Yeah, but you're going to get it. Oh, you get replanted, though. Disinterment. You knew the right word. Disinterment means <gasps> there's somebody buried and you go in and you very carefully take all the dirt off and then you Yes, open, very carefully. And then you open... With a backhoe. Yeah. So it's not careful. Fuck, no, it's not. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So you go in and very rapidly <laughs> take the dead body or the bones out of the well, site. It depends, and then, like I said, on the age and... The age of the burial, what they're in, and the height of the water table is also very important. In Ohio, where we are right now, 
Yeah. The water table in Columbus in certain areas is very high. So a lot of our graves are filled with water. That's Every why cemetery on here is filled with water. So you cannot, so that's why you don't drink the water when it's you're... It's full of arsenic. And corpses. Corpse arsenic. So, so <laughs> Corpse arsenic. Let's or take it back a second. This is something interesting you said about embalming. There's a lot of arsenic. It's not just from Mount anymore. They do all kinds of shit to people to keep their skin looking vibrant. There are a lot of things that are added. Like plumpers. Be- plumpers, for sure. Yes. There's a chemical called plumper? Rehydrators. No, no they... <laughs> It's kind of like getting Botox when you're dead. They basically so you look like, more alive. Yeah, you die. You basically immediately start like getting all creepy looking, and so they <laughs> yeah, you, pump you, you suck in real hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they have to start pumping you up. Yeah, and Don't so they rehydrate you, and they plump they plump your face back up because your eyeballs start looking like they're sunken in your head and stuff. Because like they that. are. How far did we get? To, we've gotten six or seven, right? On your quiz? Yeah, let's go for the quiz. Um, you mentioned disinterment, which is very important. And I would like to tell you my disinterment story. My favorite disinterment is a bit morbid. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Not your typical happy-go-lucky picnic disinterment. <laughs> well, some of them are just like, hey, like my family bought this plot in another state. I want my uncle or my dad to, you know, go there. We're going to disinter him and move his stone and da da da. At another cemetery I used to work at, there was a gentleman who was buried there who had been the subject in a cold case murder. Mm-hmm. He was accused of murdering a 12 year old girl named Kellyanne Prosser in, I believe, 1982. The detective came out and, um, it was like his last case before he retired that he wanted to solve. Yeah. Like, no joke. <laughs> and she was a very young girl who was uh, walking home to Clintonville from the Indianola Informal School. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she had already walked like about a mile and a half. I, I've made a map of her, of her journey. But that's right around here. That's very... That's, it's very close. Yeah. She was abducted at North Broadway in High Street and was found wearing a raincoat in a book bag in the middle of a soybean farm in Plain City. The detective who was investigating the case was suspicious of a gentleman who had been buried at our cemetery. And he was like, hey... I've got permission to disinter this asshole who we think murdered this little girl who had died in a car wreck in Washington in the early 90s. They came out. They let me watch it. All of it. And oh, you were there. Like, you had to supervise it? Yeah. No, I, oh. I did not have to supervise it. I was just, I was the assistant supervisor thing at the time. But they were out there. They dug his ass up, pulled his coffin out. I saw his dead body. Dude, fuck this guy. Whatever. I don't fucking care. His whole head was just like black skin, like pulled tight across his skull. And he was still wearing this suit that he was buried in, but it was tattered. They had to cut it off him. They cracked his femur open because the femur has a lot of bone marrow in it. Yeah. So it is a high probability place to get DNA from. So they pulled a tooth out of his head, cut part of his femur off, and then we buried him back in. His DNA was so old that they couldn't determine 
anything from it, unfortunately. But that is my most exciting... Day at work. Yeah, day at work. (laughs) My most exciting day at work was watching them undig a fucking possible murderer. A child murderer. Rotting corpse. Rotting corpse. And then mutilate it. I watched them mutilate it. (laughs) And I can't say that it was not great. (laughs) I would have dug it. I would have volunteered for that. I wish you were there. Honestly. I feel like I wish you were there. If you would have called me, I would have been there. (laughs) Hey, Natalie. Uh, We're we're digging one up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're digging this uh, guy up. Uh, You gonna come out here? We're gonna get some toes off. They took all kinds of shit off this guy, and they it was the dude's last pass at solving this mystery, and the body was so waterlogged because of the high water table. Oh, yeah, yeah. That the DNA wasn't viable. What's next? Do you want to continue the quiz? <laughs> um, this is the worst quiz why ever. You, why don't you take that? Can you get cremated and buried? Yes. Is that's, that one of the options? Is cremated and That's buried? an option on the quiz. That's like when we went to the cemetery in Montreal and you would see a headstone that had like 25 people on it. Oh, yeah, because I was like, these folks are in here. They are stacked up in a very big box. Yep. They are just ass to ass in there. <laughs> They're not. It's ash to ash. <laughs> <laughs> Are they in separate jars, or did they just use a big jar? I'm not there. I don't know. <laughs> I would imagine it's probably separate jars. There's no jars. No jars. There no jars. They put the ashes right in the dirt, really? No, there's, like, plastic boxes. Yeah, my... Depends on the age. We like, as buried my uncle's cremains, and he had, like, a box. It's called an urn vault. I would use a priority mail flat rate box yeah bitch <laughs> <laughs> so would I I'd just flush it well <laughs> the chunks would come back up you need to goldfish me one time at another cemetery I worked at we got cremains from China and the process for uh, processing cremains in China is very different than it is here because in China, it's perfectly normal to have giant pieces of bone in your cremains. What we received was uh, international mail, beautiful lacquered wooden box that was full of ashes and bones with a loose lid. Oh, no. So when we got it, there were ashes all over the inside of the box, pieces of bone all over the box. My boss was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't care. Like, it's not poop. I'll it's, do it. It's not poop. <laughs> give me that ash. So, <laughs> I, so in America, what we do, you about grinding? The cremulator. The cremulator, bitch. Mm-hmm. So, what's, when you burn a body, all the organic matter basically burns. So. And many of the bones do too. But the thicker bones, like femurs and stuff like that, do not burn. So you basically, everything that's left is... Goes in a crusher. And that's where the ash comes from, right? Yeah, there is ash and there is, like, granulated bone. So in China, they don't granulate that shit. Like, they just, like, throw the bones in the box. 
this person was going into a niche in one of our mausoleums. So you could look on their pretty lacquer box. So you had to clean that guy. Nope. <laughs> and, and there was just like bones and ash all on the inside of the box from China. And I was like, well, fuck, I'll, I'll do it. This is fun. But I was so amazed that people around me were disgusted by the fact that I would do it. Like, it doesn't, just like it, ash. It, it doesn't mean ash. that much. No. It's, well, it's a person, but it's just their bones. It's just their ash. Like, I'm not mad about it. And do you know what? It's not germs. It's not poop. And do you know what? I think they'd be madder at me if I didn't. I think they it's prefer, more respectful to clean a mess up. I prefer to be respectful and clean it up than to just throw it in the garbage. Because that's yeah. not what they wanted. Personal preference is what a cemetery is all about for me. The whole point of cremating is so there's no more yucky. Like, cremating is the yucky ending process. Like, well, there's no yuck after that. And really. I don't know if you know this, but in s- countries like China, because there is such, in cities in China especially, there is such a high demand for space. They're moving up instead of mm-hmm. out, you know. Mm-hmm. That cemeteries are for people with very high incomes. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that that came from China... I was like, I need to be very respectful of this because if they wanted to be in China, they probably would be. And they would be treated with a lot of respect and they have to pay a lot of money to do it. And I was like, you know, this is here now. I need to do my best. It's not respectful to dump someone's ashes on the floor and be like, ew, I don't want to sweep it up. Vacuum this shit. No, that's not funny. That's not cute. I don't like that. People are more important to me. I hate people, but they're more important to me than that. (laughs) I hate, I hate alive people. Yeah. <laughs> Dead people are fine. Yeah. Like, they're cool. So, Natalie, do you... What's your last guess? Do we have one more? One or two more? Uh, I have no... You I have, have no one, idea. You have three left. You could, you could have one of those cenotaphs. I didn't put cenotaph on the list, but that's a good one. Because it's again, not an actual burial. In other words, though, you're not at the cemetery. Cenotaph denotes it's just your name on a wall. So what else, what else is there? Let's I put Potter's Field. Do you know why they call that a Potter's Field? What is Potter's Field? It's also a Popper's Field. Yeah. Uh, Potter's Field is a mass grave for poor people. They have okay. them all over, like on the East Coast even still. Mm-hmm. Like for folks who... Um, are unknown at the time of death, people who die in incarceration, who have no family members who can take care of them. You know, it's different. It's a little different in Ohio, but on the East Coast, like, they just are like, fucking throw them in a hole. <laughs> well, that's where, that's where all the colonists came from. So people, Europeans have been in America for the longest out there, and there's been the most of them. What's what else is there left? Do we have one? We missed one. You have missed. Tell us which one we missed. A sarcophagus. A sarcophagus. Yeah. How is that different? There is a sarcophagus where I work. There's one famous sarcophagus where I work, and there are many other sarcophagi. The difference between sarcophagus and having a crypt is that a crypt is a part of a larger building where you are kind of like put in a box, and a sarcophagus is where you have an above-ground burial that is solely yours. So you have an above-ground burial that is like... A few. An above-ground, like, physical monument? Yeah. There's one very famous one where I work. He was this dude who was business tycoon 
who owned coal mines in Canada. And instead of paying the coal miners good wages, he just uh, pretended to be Santa Claus and took them their kids' cool Christmas gifts every year. <laughs> Way to go, dude. Classic capitalism move. Um, 100%. <laughs> so pretending to be cool, but not really cool at all. But he has a sarcophagus where I work. It is about three feet above ground on a pedestal. It is entirely made of bronze. And the way they got his casket in was to cut a hole in the bronze sarcophagus and then weld it back shut. And we just refinished it. It was really gross looking. Like, it was so far gone that you couldn't even tell what the... It's not a passage. Like uh, an inscription? It's not an inscription. And it, the patina was fucking up the bronze. But it's like a story on the side of something. That's not a mural or a fresco or... Like a bas-relief? It is a bas-relief. Thank you. The sarcophagus on all four sides is a bas-relief. It was getting to be so bad from the bronze deteriorating and getting a patina that looked really cool was actually harming (laughs) the monument in a big way. They decided to refinish the bronze. looks really cool. I was going to say, do you know why they call it a potter's field? Why? Because potters would go and dig clay up in certain areas. Bitch. And so they would use the holes that the potters made. Because okay. it made the, made the work easier burying so poor they, people. They, they could just chuck people in the holes that are already there. So potters went and dug up clay. Mm-hmm. And then those holes were pretty deep because they had to get below the topsoil. To get the clay out. So they just chucked a body in? They would use the areas potters had already dug up. People are industrious. So we got like, we did pretty well on the quiz. We did pretty well on the quiz. I think we missed like two out of uh, originally seven, ended up being ten. You actually added more to the the, uh, equation. Ten. You added two more, which were scattering and disinterment. Got 120% on this quiz. Nice job. No, you didn't. That was that was all. You did not get 120. You didn't get sarcophagus. Okay. You didn't. You got in the dirt burned up. (laughs) (laughs) You did not get Potter's field or scattering, but Uh, you made that one up. So I'll give that. (laughs) Hang on. What's ten? Hang on. (laughs) You got eighty. I'm going to call it 80. That's 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 a pretty good... That's That's a B, y'all. You got a B this time because I was helping you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Yeah, we are the best. No, no, no. We are the best. Hey, you need this. You know, I think you should get an above ground pool. (laughs) (laughs) Build a deck. Invite me over. Have a pool. <laughs> no! Yeah, no. Have a below ground pool. I'm gonna call. Hey, you know what? I'm just, let me just get you an estimate from somebody. <laughs> I'll just call somebody. He'll come show up. So, uh, I was asked to get an estimate for this, uh, really cool below ground pool. It goes like 30 feet down. And I was like, they'd be like, no, no, no. I'm all like, nah, it's me. <laughs> get the pool. I'll help you out. <laughs> Well, you, you know, if we, get, if we get an in-ground pool, then you can haunt the pool and I'm going to haunt the house. But I have to die in the pool. I assumed we wouldn't be able to make contact. Dude, if we could hang out in the house and, like, co-haunt, <laughs> like, whatever kind of dipshits move in here later, <laughs> like, obviously that would be my choice. <laughs> what are you doing? 
You gonna have dinner? <laughs> oh, you gonna have future dinner in here? <laughs> nah, well, I'm here haunted. <laughs> dinner. Future dinner. <laughs> what are they gonna... They're not gonna eat regular stuff like us. You know, what are they gonna eat? Subway. You know what? Subway. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I need to be able to make contact with the ghost so I can ask them the important questions. Like, can, what, what do you get to pick where you are? Do you prefer do you, vinegar and oil or Italian dressing? On your subway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you talk to other ghosts or are they invisible to you? <laughs> what if different ghosts go different planes? Mm-hmm. What if all the ghosts at the reformatory don't know about the other ghosts? What if... Oh. Me and you, Natalie, both haunt this house, but we can only, because we're not on the same plane, so we have to move chairs back and forth in code, and we <laughs> get pissed because everybody moves the chairs back to eat future dinner of Subway. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Anytime someone would have a drink, just go, pfft. Hey, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> now you got to get paper towels, you dumb bitch. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Your drink's all spilled. You're so stupid. You'd think you would know it was going to happen again after the last four times I did it. But How did you do that again? <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> so you're... I feel like I was going to be a neutral ghost, but I think if I ended up in a house with you, we would be bully ghosts. I think I would get... Vengeful. I would get... For no reason. Uh, I would get roped into it. So... It's more fun that way. And you're already dead, so who cares? Natalie, <laughs> if you're here, make fun of me. <laughs> hey, dumb, did you wash behind your ears? Bet you didn't. <laughs> How's your armpit smell, you dumb dick? <laughs> uh, yeah, see, this is what I'm, that's what I, that's what you do with my corpse. <laughs> I don't care, as long as I get to be a ghost. You have to go with the flow. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're listening on your phone, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. You can find us, of course, on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. But give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Even if you don't use it, you have a phone. You can access it. Do it. It would be a favor to us, and we would love it again. Go to GarbageBrainUniversity.com to listen to more of our episodes and subscribe to get these free in your inbox Of course, paid subscribers get twice as many episodes, including a previous episode with our friend Alyssa that you didn't hear unless you paid to subscribe. You might not have heard yet because I don't know what order these are going to go up. (laughs) Who knows? Chaos reigns. It's Garbage Brain University again. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Allie D. Hey, Alyssa. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. At Bad Girl Friday. Bad Girl Friday, because I'm the worst girl Friday ever. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.